0: Yeah, so we are live and it's been a long time since we since we said anything <laughs> remotely close to chatting about Borussia Dortmund like we always think about the team, we always have notifications on what's happening or if there's a game either a competition game or just friendlies preparation stuff like that or whenever p- players are coming or um, new players come or go. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a long time, and so much has changed. I think uh, and oh, saying yeah. that is an understatement. And if <laughs> what's happening with with the world right now, uh, many things have changed since which we, we talked uh, the last time. And so many players have left. I think not so many players, but players with. Big um weight, like uh, Hakimi has left the club. Yep, he, he was... went to
1: Inter. What? What is that about? Like, it was like Dortmund and Madrid. I felt like we're competing for him, and then he said, "Hey, I think I want to go play in Italy." And then everyone, like, I don't know, that shocked me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was his choice to be honest. What I what I think that was is, um, I mean, everyone was like, "Oh." Well, uh, Real Madrid would, would never give away Hakimi for Dortmund. And right. that's what we were expecting. We we're like, oh he's either gonna stay in Dortmund or play in Madrid. But hearing that he left for Inter was like, uh, why? That's that's what my reaction. Yeah. And I could I couldn't like get over it for true two, <laughs> two or three days. I was so mad at Dortmund for <laughs> for sending him. But I guess they they didn't find that he was worth the price or something like that which is fucking stupid but hey it's yeah they know better i mean if yeah well but we saw other players come in and yes i mean yeah i have i have different feelings about uh, the the, the recruitment we ma- we made this summer but what, what do you think about that how, how do you how do you see the team for preparing um, for um the next season.
1: Well, I think um we're, we we kind of committed to having a lot of young guys with a lot of like upside, like like I think Jude Bellingham is a pretty good uh sign, but I I, I feel like we're still kind of I don't know. We have a couple like experienced guys um in like, you know, Matt's Hummels um Axel Witzel, like leadership guys, guys who can lead their like younger players. I mean, Lucas Piszczak is always someone who strikes me as a pretty like respectable guy and like a, a someone who has good leadership qualities. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like we really, really went after a lot of young names this, this summer. And on one hand, I... I like that the idea of signing young players with a lot of talent before or with a lot of potential to be talented before they're like too expensive. But in the past, when Dortmund has young players who become talented, those players are typically only here for a couple years. And I don't know, after watching a couple of the um, the friendlies, especially the more recent ones, I was a little uh, a little concerned. I know they're just friendlies and you're not supposed to think too much of them. But I felt like um we could have done we could have looked a lot better for what for where we're at right now. Like it just seemed I don't know. It didn't we didn't look like we really had a plan or we, we have a plan going forward. We kinda just looked like we're we're like scratching this season almost and hoping that by next season everyone gets more comfortable, like the young players have experience and like I don't know. I feel like there's enough talent on our roster where we shouldn't have... Like, we should be able to compete for... We should be able to compete for a title. But I don't think... I don't know how optimistic I am about being able to compete with Bayern this season. Like, Bayern looked very good for the last... They have looked great for the last, like, nine months now. I mean, what they did to Barcelona in the um, Champions League was, like, absurd and that I just I don't know if if Bayern is going around and like just dominating like European football I think we're gonna have trouble keeping up with them um I know last season kind of it kind of went south for what it could have been I felt like we could have finished a lot closer to first or should have been able to finish first with the talent we had so I I don't know I kind of I'm kind of looking at Lucien Favre like, what, what's the move, man? Like, what are we doing? What's the uh, game plan? Because right now, it doesn't look like we have a very solid game plan or we have like, a, uh, like a, a, a route to winning the title. Like, I don't know. Bayern has a pretty clear path to how they can win, and it's just doing what they do. Like, they play great football. They have a lot of talent, and they don't need to do a lot different if they want to, win the title again. And I think we do have to do a lot different. And from the looks of some of the friendlies over the summer and the exhibitions, I don't know if it looks like we want to do much different or if we even want to consider doing anything different. And that that's where I'm kind of nervous. Like, like the ball's in our court. I, I, sorry, that's an American expression, I think, for basketball. But it's like, yeah. like we have the ball. We got to do something with it, though. And if we're going to continue this kind of more traditional like possession approach without like like right now I don't think we have the experience or like the confidence to play that kind of football like you gotta you gotta have a lot of confidence to be able to play possession football and play it well and just from the past couple friendlies we've played I don't know if we look very confident but I guess the one thing that gives me a little hope is that there is news suggesting Marco Royce could be ready very soon. Uh as soon as like week one. And I think a physically fit Marco Royce is crucial to Dortmund's success because when when Marco Royce plays well, Dortmund plays well. But the, the thing about mm-hmm. Marco Royce is when he's not out there, we still need to be able to win without him. Like players get injured and Especially Marco Royce. Like Marco Royce gets injured. That is just like part of life. Like he we need to be able to yep. win without him on the pitch. And I just don't know how we're gonna be able to do that. And I think on one hand you could call on players like, you know, Julian Brandt or Thorgan Hazard to kinda of like they're they're not they're, they're young, but they're not like they're not like Jude Bellingham young or Gio Reyna young. Like they they're they're talented enough And I think they should be confident enough that they can feel comfortable kind of stepping into a leadership position and filling the gap when Marco Royce does get injured. I mean, if he doesn't get injured, then I think we have a legitimate chance to do a lot this season, but I don't think we've proven that we can win without Marco Royce, or that we can win consistently without him. And I, I don't think it'd be very smart of us to expect him to be able to stay healthy the whole season, which sucks because... I think everyone wants him to stay healthy, and everyone loves him because he's he's a very talented player. But you got to find ways to win without like you can't be reliant on one player to win games, and that's what I feel like Dortmund has been the past two years.
0: Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you you have said it all. So yeah, I I was I was trying not to not to mention by invention to be honest, but <laughs> Sorry. but yeah, it's no, but yeah. That, fair enough. That it's a good example because that the, it, it has always been the team we are competing against, and it has always been the reference, the ideal for what we should reach. Uh, so they are yes, they are doing very good. Uh, they have they have had an impressive season despite uh, changing coaches, and they have had three, the three, the treble. You know what I mean? So they had like yeah. Bundesliga, the cup and the champions league and they did it impressively like they knocked out they knocked out big clubs and, and they were and, and yeah i was very confident that like around the quarter final of the champions league i was pretty confident that bayern munchen will be in the final and once they reached the final i was like yeah they are going to get it yeah like, it was over. The, it was like- yeah like psg was nowhere near bayern's level and at the same time, that's a good thing, because as we, we talked the other day, you said that it's, it's good because it's going to put the Bundesliga on the map and more people are going to be like, oh, there's something else besides uh, the Premier League. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, for Dortmund, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what's now, because, because you said an important thing, you said that the plan, we don't have a plan. For, for, for example for Bayern Munich to win next year's Bundesliga all they have to do is not drop points yeah play play their, their 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 best players play their best strategy and try to get three points every game that's what they have to do like i think that looking at them they are pretty much set up for 5 years of titles you know what i mean yeah. but for Borussia Dortmund the things we have to change are very are, are enormous like right now I see that as you said there, are, there there are so many talented like you know talented young players and there are so many um, experienced leaders in the team and I 100% agree with that but what we lack is the team the championship team that's what we lack like yeah, because if you compare this to the team that ha- that that won the, that won the Bundesliga in um, in in two two thousand ten eleven, and uh, two thousand eleven and two thousand twelve, these players are are like when you cut when it comes to names, they're like you know the, the players that won the Bundesliga are very, they 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 used to be very modest. No one used to hear of Schmelzer in two thousand ten or or Felipe Santana, you know what I mean, or Subodic or or you know the plasikovski no no one heard of these names when they won the Bundesliga no one was were, like at least internationally I know that in, in in like among Bundesliga fans these names were very uh, known but I I'm talking about international uh, status now we have very well-known players internationally we have Marco Royce we have Jaden Sancho we have uh, Axel Witzel we have Emory Chan we have you know Mats Hummels we have all these big names but the problem is we do not have the championship mentality the team is there to play good games they play good games we have everything it takes but we don't have the extra oomph you know what I mean that's going to make the players do their best to not drop points well we I think that going forward, we should look back into last season and the one before it, because we were so close, as you said, in these last two seasons, and look at the mistakes we made, and make sure these mistakes never happen again, like losing to Paderborn.
1: Yeah, that's or, 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 that's inexcusable.
0: Or, yeah, like like you know, like surprises. You know what I mean? Surprises or or winning or being or, or like being three three goals ahead and then. Finishing the game lo- losing or finishing the game um, with uh, settling for one point, like these these things that should not happen. Like everyone says that should shouldn't happen. Yeah. So in, in my opinion, we should focus on these things first and make sure they do not happen before trying to recruit like the next Barcelona or I don't know what we're we trying to do right now. And. Yeah, I- I think that yeah I think that we have great talent but I, I'm not saying that we should not recruit any more players because we in my opinion we need a few experienced players we have we have a young a, a very young team yeah uh, and I don't think that yeah I I, I am hundred percent sure that our young squad is very talented but we we need more experience and I think that that's the that's the um, trend in uh in uh European teams who have won the Champions League or the titles for the last five years is that they have very young and talented players but at the same time they have very experienced players as back as backup. And yeah. um i I I say it twenty thousand times and I'm gonna say it again. Um, we will need a backup for the number nine position. We do not have a person, we do not have a player who can step in if uh, Erling Haaland is not fit or is uh, injured, God forbid. Yeah. We do not have a, a true experienced number nine. So I I think that we we should we should get a um, you know twenty eight twenty nine years old number nine or whoever it is. You know what I mean? So uh, because. I watched. I watched Sevilla. Uh, Sevilla uh, won the Europa League, and it's like it's like their favorite, their favorite trophy. They win more Europa League than than um, than uh, uh, than uh, Spanish Cup or or the Spanish uh, La Liga. You know what I mean? So yeah. And and the way they won it is that they had they had players who are very experienced and very old. I mean, they had Eva Bonega, They have they had young uh, at number 9 and they also had very young players you know what i mean but they but they also had these very old and experienced players who were there you know who were making sure that the team is on the right track uh most of the times they would substitute the uh, the uh, i don't know he, he the moroccan striker they had uh, uh, i think his name is Youssef en they substitute him for Young, who is like thirty-four years old. You know what I mean? And he yeah. scored for them so many times. Like he—he he saved them. This Young, his name is Young. I don't know his full name, but he's he's an attacker in in uh, in Sevilla. He, he scored so many games, uh, so in so so many goals in in these in these last games when they won the Europa League. So I think that we will need sooner or later. Like if Favre doesn't get it next coach is going to and if it if the next coach doesn't get it then maybe probably the next coach I think for how how, how the Bundesliga works and with its fast pace and it's it's you know it's energy and and um, and uh, like fitness requirements I understand that uh, older players might not find it easier to shine but I think all teams in the Bundesliga are stocking up on old strikers. I think that Schalke have just recruited Vidat Ibizivic, which is I don't know he, he he is like 32, 33 years old and he's a good very good striker. And I'm I'm wondering why wouldn't we just have a striker like that just as a backup? You never yeah. know. I mean you will like there's nothing to lose. Because in the front right now, if we count all the squad in, in the number nine position, who do we have? We have Holland. Holland, we have Marco Royce, kind of, which is not his fucking position. And nope. we have Yusuf Amukoku, these three players, man. And Yusuf Amukoku is 15 years old. So, yeah, we can't wh- even What use- are we. Yeah, I mean, and Marco Royce is injury prone, as you said, and can get injured anytime. So that leaves Holland. And Holland might be either injured or it might be. Um, he might be uh, like out of shape. So we, we're. We have to keep our like because Bosia Dortmund has always been the team that that relied on young talent. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to let go of our ego as that kind of a team and be more like, you know, strategic and practical and prepare for the future. And that's what I think. Other than that, I think that the, the 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 squad is pretty much set up. We have so much talent in the front. We have so we many do. young players who can make the difference in the front. But we need that that player who can score. You know what I mean? That, that player who yeah. can score. We have it in, all in Haaland, but we need a backup. We need someone who's going to push Haaland to do the best. We need someone who's going to, you know what I mean, breathe down Haaland's neck, you know, or whatever they say, so he yeah. can, like, be, be there for him, you know. He can, he can, like, push him to the limits. And, and someone and, who can
1: coach him yeah. a little, too. Like, he's he's a he's a very talented and smart player but like someone with more experience even if they're not gonna compete for that starting spot they can like share their knowledge with holland in a way that like i don't think anyone on the team currently can like marco royce is a phenomenal player but i don't he's really not like a number nine and the 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 type of number nine that holland is is very different than what marco royce is like holland is is a bigger player like he's got the strength to go for headers and stuff like marco royce is much more like a a technical player, I think, and like he's he's he gets himself into open space. Like Holland doesn't need open space to be good with the ball. He just is like he is the space because he's so large. And he needs to he needs to have someone who can teach him how to use his body effectively.
0: If yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that that makes sense. And as I say, there's no harm in doing that. Like getting this player. I don't I don't know. There are so many players in the market and. I think that it wouldn't hurt having one backup number nine, just in case something yeah, unexpected maybe even, happens.
1: Maybe even you can find a way to get two strikers up top, because I feel like... Well, I guess that really d- just doesn't work with Lucien Favre's style, though. Like, uh, this is where I just... I'm really... Like, Lucian Favre is just... I don't know. I'm losing my patience with him, because I feel like... <laughs> like, I don't... He... I think I kind of talked to you about it before we were like messaging each other. I said yeah. like if you look at the teams across Europe who are like the most prolific teams, like the most exciting teams to watch, they play with like an energy and like there's just something about them that is different than I feel when I watch Dortmund. Like like yeah. the the example I like to use is Jurgen Klopp, but like he's like I think the like the extreme example. Like he is the most energetic like passionate like expressive manager I think in Europe and perhaps Mm -hmm. one of the most like that of all time like and I'm not saying we have to have Jurgen Klopp to be successful I mean obviously we saw it when he was in Dortmund like he made a huge difference and I think teams that he is managing they they draw their energy from him and I don't want to make it sound like Lucien Favre is just like asleep on the sidelines or like boring but I I don't think he has that that same energy that some of Europe's top managers have that their players can rally around. And like if we had more if we had like the best talent in Europe, I would say you wouldn't need the energy as much because you can rely on the talent. But when you've got a group of young guys or a group of really good players but not necessarily like the best players, you you need something else to get them going. Like they need something to play for, they need something to inspire them. And it doesn't yep. necessarily have to be, like, the winning strategy. It just has to be, like, kind of like this energy that drives them. And, like, Lucien Favre, had, like, I know he has a decent relationship with the players, and the players, like, respect him and stuff, but they also need to, like, feed on his energy. And he need like, when the team is down, especially when young guys feel like they're just not getting the things done that they need to get done, and they're, like, kind of just, like, dejected or, like, very, like like lethargic he needs to find a way to give them that energy so that they can go out there and like lose it like he needs to help them help themselves in a way and I don't think that comes from strategy or tactics I think that comes from like personality and and like the the attitude you you bring to the sidelines and to the practice to the training grounds and stuff like that and you know I know he he gets pretty into it at practice but like I don't know I watch Jurgen Klopp and that man is just like Like, I'd be terrified to stand next to him on the sidelines. Like, Lucien Favre, he kind of, like, sits back in his chair. And, like, I respect the calm presence. But, man, like, throw something. I don't know. Throw a clipboard. Slam your head on the ground. Like, just
0: do something.
1: (laughs) Get into it. Like, Uh, I throw stuff in my living room.
0: (laughs) Like, uh, if you want a comparison, like, uh, Jürgen Klopp is like the, you know, you're overexposed expressed over expressing like uh, almost on cocaine father who watches you on your you know sunday league (laughs) exactly yeah uh, and father is like this old aunt or grandma who's sitting there is like good job my son good job you know i mean (laughs) And, and 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 Klopp is like this this person who gets like the parent who gets in troubles with with other parents, and he gets in troubles with the coach, and he's always asked to sit the fuck down, shut up. And sometimes <laughs> he's he's kicked off the you know the uh, the the, um, the whole pitch, and uh, that's yeah that's the compiler But yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. Um, I mean, a coach doesn't have to be over um, over uh, energetic or anything, but you should feel the charisma and. And you should feel the, the power, you know, of the of the coach like just looking at the looking at the players, like players should be uh let's say, I can't say afraid of him, but at the same time they should be like, Oh like there should be some mystery if if you know what I mean. So yeah. It's yeah. like oh I, I'm looking at my coach and I don't know what the fuck is he thinking that, that kind of a way. Yeah, like and, I and, can't
1: tell if I'm scared of him yeah. or if I wanna go run through a brick wall for him. Like yeah, it's one of those that's things.
0: It. Yeah, and I don't think Favre is providing that, as as we saw uh, in the last few seasons. But I I really hope that I think that this is his last season at Dortmund. If he doesn't if he doesn't provide any type of results, but if if he um, like people listening to this, they will be like, oh, but uh, you know we are this in Dortmund. But in no way Dortmund is a bad team. Like if you no, think about it, yeah. If we if you think about it. We we lost the league and the cup to the Champions League uh, to the European Champions League uh, winners, and we were um, knocked out the Champions League by the finalists, which are PSG. So Borussia Dortmund is a good team. So yeah. in no way we are saying we are not a good team, but we are saying that in the last two seasons or the last couple of seasons, um, at least, we were very close, and we have we have and. Um, the league was ours to to lose, so yeah. we we lost the league. Uh, it's not that Bayern München won the Bundesliga, but n- last season and the season before that, we gave away the Bundesliga to to Bayern München. So that that's what that's why we are pissed. But yeah, that's I, that's
1: what bothers me. I would say,
0: yeah, I don't think we should be the team that's always second in the Bundesliga. We shouldn't be the team that's always participating in the Champions League and being knocked out during I don't know the quarterfinals or something like that we should be the team that's we should be the team that's you know the scary team like in we were in um, like eight years ago or something like that and to be that I think that as we said it's a combination of um, keeping the, the the key players in the team, like Jaden Sancho and and other very important players, so we can have this continuation of 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 uh, of, um, of talent that, that's very dedicated to the team, and at the same time trying to make our players more experienced in the long run, and at the same time getting a few experienced players to as as backup. That's why I think I, need, I I think that a few positions should be filled in in, in Dortmund. Um, I know that. Defensively speaking, we are pretty much set up. We still have some a few ad- adjustments. The midfield is like that's where we have most talent is in the yeah. midfield area. Uh, in the attacking area, we need or we need we need an additional number nine. We just need a little more
1: depth, a little more depth.
0: That's it, yeah, and experience, and that's all. Uh, next season, I'm not very. I'm not very uh, honestly. I'm not very optimistic for next season, as you said as well. Um, I think next season is going to be a second place as well. Maybe in the cup something, some surprise in the DFB Pokal, but for the Bundesliga, I think it's it's going to be second place again. And the Champions League, I'm not very uh, psyched about that at all. (laughs) And yeah, but. Like to be honest, sum it up. This has been a fucking crazy year, and I think that I think that every team in Europe has suffered in one way or another from yeah, from what happened. Even even the teams that have won, like even Bayern Liverpool, mentioned.
1: Jurgen Klopp and yeah. Liverpool, Bayern, they like everyone everyone suffered because of something.
0: Yeah, because because of how things unfolded like in yeah. 2020 It's I think I think it's just this year. I think next year is going to have like next season is going to start very soon by the way and it's going to have the same the same uh overall, you know, archetypal story and I think that maybe in the 20 2020, 2021-2022 season that's when things are going to start coming back to normal. Yeah, and hopefully they're gonna like normal. I don't know what normal is gonna be after this because I I don't think that things are gonna be go back to normal as we know it. But hopefully, yeah, uh, like stadiums will be f- filled with people. Uh, we could go watch games in bars without any problem, and yeah, that's hopefully that's was that's what we are. Um, we want to happen so yeah for me that's it like <laughs> apart from the newcomers as you said in Jude Billingham and uh, some other recruitments from and and, and uh, Thomas um, who is filling up for Ashraf Hakimi and yeah. other recruitments from uh like the younger teams like Yusufa Moukoko and uh, Emmanuel Farai i think that mm, we are yeah, we're looking like on paper we're looking very good. Um and yeah. But it's a crazy year to be honest. So like uh, Lionel Messi almost left uh Barcelona. So that that would have been that, should, that
1: really would have been crazy. That
0: Yeah, really that crazy. that should tell you something about 2020, man. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're still convinced that that 2020 is not cursed and that it's a normal year, just like the others. I think that leonel Messi just deciding to leave and threatening his, you know, the 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 entire, scaring the entire Barcelona team and 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 supporters should tell you something about how how this year is acting up. And hopefully, twenty twenty one is gonna be better.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, like. Like, I know I spent a, a healthy chunk of our time kind of like dissing Lucy and Favre. Like, if he can, if he can throw something together this year that shocks me, I'm all for it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm. If he can prove that he should be our manager next year as well, then like, I'm in. Like, I just right now he hasn't done anything to prove that. So like,
0: yep. I'm, well,
1: I'm more than willing to change on that, but we'll see how it goes. It 2020 and 2021, we'll see what happens for Dortmund. <laughs>
0: Yeah, pretty much as you said. He did. He didn't do much. He he kept the team where it is. There were no huge changes. You know what I mean? Like there were no uh, huge things happened. And thankfully, because we could have ended up fourth or fifth in the Bundesliga, yeah, which it happens before. could have gotten a lot worse. Yeah. So he kept us where we are, and we we were pretty close uh, last season and 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 the one before it but i think that he knows that this is his last one and he knows that he should he should do something about it i don't think he's taking it lightly and i think that yeah in in my opinion this is his last one and he should really like at least one one trophy like please don't Please don't win the... Uh, I Like, uh, we're we are going to play uh, Bayern for the Super Cup. And yeah. I hope we don't get it. Because we got it this year and they, they fucking came back. <laughs> they, yeah. it, it, was, it was like a punch on the face for them. And they, they were like, okay, we're going to destroy this fucking team. And they ended up getting three titles. And also, like, as much as we are rivals and we pretty much hate each other. I got to give props to Bayern Munich for what they did. It was very it was it was a very cool thing to see them bounce back from a 6-0 loss to Intracht Frankfurt in the Bundesliga to getting all this success. And I'm also happy yeah. for I mean, I fucking hate Robert Lewandowski, but th- like rumors say that he's going to be a, a Ballon d'Or uh, contestant this year if if it if it happens. I don't know. There are so many rumors, but if he, if he gets it, uh it will be like a you know a bittersweet experience for me because he still has played for Dortmund and he still was a Dortmund player before all, and he still shined in Dortmund before going to Bayern. But at the same time, oh yeah, well, yeah I fucking hate his guts. But here in Poland, everyone was happy for him because of the the Champions League win and stuff like that, but I was like, fuck that fuck that guy. Oh man, I forget <laughs> yeah.
1: I forget that too. Now that you're in Poland, you oh yeah that I was like
0: anytime... Picek deserves that shit. Yeah than... Yeah. He deserves that shit more than well it's uh I always get I always get beef with Polish people when I pronounce his name. Well his name is Pyszacek. You know what yeah. I mean? Always, they always correct me. They're like, uh, no, no, it's not like that. It's a check. I was like, yeah, picha check. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not that. It's picha check. And they have like, you know, the Polish language is pretty much fucked up. Like someone was typing. <laughs> you know, when you just start typing on on the fucking uh, randomly on keys and you and you always hit like the g h s z c b keys and you have like this. Random, you know, there are almost no, uh, there are almost no I O A, you know, what I mean,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, E. There's nothing like there's only C Z C Z S C Z, <laughs> and you have to read that shit, and it's peace check, peace check, and yeah. <laughs> so I am I am learning some Polish right now, and it's pretty fascinating how that language works. But yeah, that's I get I always get beef. For um, how you know, for um, how his name is pronounced, but I think he deserves Champions League title more than Lewandowski does. But Lewandowski yeah. has got it, so he, he he now he's now I hope he's not gonna score as much goals next season. I hope yeah, he'll he he reached his, take a year off. <laughs> yeah, I hope he takes like ten years off and or <laughs> just just retires or something like that. If I meet him in the street, I would be like, man. You, did everything just retire (laughs) like
1: congrats but like please please no more
0: yeah you got it man you got yeah just vanish man you you're making us suffer you're making your your old team suffer (laughs) yeah Think about it yeah yeah
1: no I was gonna say tell him like think about your buddy Lukash man think about and then you can say the name correctly think about peace check and he'll be it right and he'll be like oh you're right
0: (laughs) yeah think about you buddy he's he also wants some something before retiring so (laughs) yeah think about the old pals in Dortmund yep so yeah like this is like yeah we have i think we have covered pretty much everything as you said hopefully The rumors say that Marco Reis will be fit for uh, tomorrow's friendly against Sparta Rotterdam. And hopefully he's going to be because we want to see him back. We need him. We need him for a couple of seasons. And hopefully this year he's not going to be injured again. And yeah, that's... I think that's pretty much it. Other than that, like Halland scored for a national team, Billingham scored as well for the under twenty one England. Um, Guer- Guerrero has given a vehicle, cool, uh, has provided a very cool assist last year, last, last um, yesterday for a Portugal national team. So I think that players are doing good for themselves, but we need yeah. that. We need that championship mindset and team play to be. To work next season, given that we are keeping pretty much we are keeping Jaden Sancho this season, yep. and I hope that if he's gonna leave, please don't go to Manchester, man. What the please fuck not is that, Manchester. man? I Just go like... to Liverpool, you know, Barcelona, Real Madrid, whatever, man. Just not Manchester United. Go somewhere you're gonna win. <laughs> oh, okay, not Manchester United and not Bayern Manchester. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely okay. not Bayern. Muchin. Go any
1: anywhere else, you can win, but not Manchester United or Bayern Munich.
0: Yeah, don't 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 go there, man. And I think that, like, did you see did you see the 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 recruitment that that uh, Chelsea has done this summer?
1: Um, they've been. I, I
0: heard they were pretty active. I haven't been following it too much, but they were fucking. They were on steroids, man. Like, I mean, they got Timo Werner. They got K Havertz from Bayern by Leverkusen. They got um Hakim Ziyech from Ajax. And I mean these are big names, man. And it's I think that their attack is very is gonna be very strong because they also have Polisic. And I think that oh yeah. Polisic. However, you want to pronounce that, but I think that they they are going they are doing good for themselves, um, and they spent lots of money. So Lampard, uh, Frank Lampard has has like or Lampard I don't know has mm-hmm. a very uh, is going to be on pressure under pressure next season. He he should provide. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's all for me. I'm pretty much uh psych yeah, for that, next season man
1: I'm I'm with you I think that covers it for me I'm I'm excited I'm ready for the the season to start we still got yep. a couple weeks but we're we're close
0: we're close We're very close yeah we're very close and yeah just yeah um there's a game tomorrow that you should watch it's uh, as I said Dortmund versus Rotterdam I don't know where they're going to start but it's probably going to be on YouTube
1: I think they start at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's my time here in the United States. So that's about 23 hours from now. Okay. Which I guess doesn't, the podcast probably won't have the same time that we have now. But
0: (laughs) yeah. So it's 11, uh, as you say, the Eastern Time. So people are going to adjust. If you don't know what time you are in, just type your country plus time in Google and you can have. The time, add a few hours or substitute, and you're gonna know exactly when they're gonna play. So yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Mm, and yeah, and uh, another thing, uh, what the fuck is that jersey Puma c- came up with for next <laughs> season? That's a shit jersey, man. Uh, I like, I, I dislike that man with all my guts. I hate that jersey, man. Like I I feel like Puma are very, I getting very um. Lazy down there, like oh, let's put a yellow T-shirt with black uh, thunderbolts. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't know too. Like, the, do you
1: the know? Bagel have 91? you uh,
0: have you watched? Uh, sorry for uh, interrupting, but have you watched uh, Pokemon when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, dude, it looks like Pikachu.
0: It looks like more like Raichu. It's the oh yummy.
1: yeah, yeah, the,
0: the bigger the bigger mouse. That they made along the the, the way because there's Pikachu, and there's Raichu, and yeah. Raichu, yeah, like the yellowish and and that thing, I don't know what it is, and the A A and A logo in the middle. I, I miss Ivonek, man. Avonick was the logo looked know. really
1: clean with Ivonek.
0: I got I got um uh, there were sales in Puma uh, here in Poland, and I got the authentic T-shirt. Uh, the, the last year's authentic jersey, I got that, but. They were like, I, I saw the new ones. I didn't get them because I I don't like that design. It's like, uh, what what is happening? Yeah, What's I like up? the
1: all. I like our like traditional yellows sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, like, keep it keep it clean. I think Dortmund keep looks it good when they keep it clean.
0: Yeah, keep it simple. You know. Yeah, but, I but hey, if that... we
1: win, I guess I won't complain. If we win it all, I won't complain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if we win, the only complaint that will be is pic, you know like t- um, pictures with with you know with the title are not going <laughs> to look as 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's going to be it but other than that, let's hopefully we will win something this year. Let's just keep our fingers crossed, support our favorite team and good things are going to happen. Absolutely. We're going to win one way or another. If we don't win the Bundesliga, we're gonna win. Know, coronavirus and somehow yeah, exactly, gonna, exactly. We yeah, got a lot gonna, of
1: wins. We gotta we gotta go for.
0: Yeah, a lot of wins to look to look um, forward to. Exactly. That's what I that's what I want to say. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, let's 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 hope for the best. Um, yeah, that's it's it's been fun. It's been a long time since we we recorded um, something like that. Like this, and I'm very happy we did today. We had a few moments spare to spare, and thank you so much again, thank you man for being here, Ryan. And yeah, no problem. Yeah, well, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully with good news too. With good news, yeah, definitely. I'm sure of that. <laughs> okay, bye bye.